Okay, welcome everybody to the Money, Power, and Influence podcast. I'm your host, BC. Arash will be joining us in a second. He told me he's going to be, uh, oh, there he is. Perfect. So he joined just in time. Uh, Welcome to another episode. Today is going to be another great podcast. I have some questions that were given to me beforehand, and we'll jump into some some material for a few minutes, and then we will answer your questions. So Arash, I see you just jumped on. What's up, brother? How's everything? Hey, brother, I'm feeling really good, feeling really good. So, um, you know, I'm preparing for my metamorphosis event that's coming up, metamorphosis, and then I'm preparing for my uh, Venus Moon with Vince. And not only that, I have a product coming out April 1st, and I have a workshop coming out with a guy in the Mar- uh, March the fucking 30 or some shit. So a lot of little creations, but I am really excited because uh, – I'm ready to fucking uh, show you what I know. What's going on with you? Awesome, man. I love hearing about that. You're always doing new things. You're doing more and more. Uh, things are good, man. I'm just um, I'm at a point where my real estate business, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm going to leverage myself out of the day-to-day activities and kind of act more as a CEO of the thing. And, uh, you know, it's really been an experience for me, and it's really eye-opening because now I'm starting to really understand what it's like to be a CEO of a company and really uh, be in charge of everything. And I'm, you know, as I grow and expand, I have to assume more responsibility. And I'm beginning to understand and respect high-level business people a lot more because I'm just getting a taste now of what they go through day to day and what they have to do. And the deeper I get into it, uh, I just continuously have more and more respect for them. And one thing, actually, and this came up today, I was talking to one of my good friends. He's a very, very powerful businessman around here, big-time contractor, owns a lot of real estate, um, has probably every kind of car I would ever want. And what we were discussing, and whether and this is something that I believe to be a universal datum, and, he, and we were talking about it for a minute, and it was about the, the power of, of the details. And... You know, I had been making videos about it, too, and I always train my salespeople and tell everybody around me the power and the beauty is in the details. You know, like when I sit down with a client, the the one of the main reasons I can get them to sign and make them feel comfortable is because of the little details. I pay attention to the little details. It's it's the fine-tuning of what you say and, and your tonality. You know, with, with my car, what's made it very unique uh, – and, and makes it stand out it is the little attention to little little details that I've done that really makes it pop. And same thing with the you know when I'm when I'm out there and I'm picking up and I'm getting girls. It's the same thing. It's the little details that separate me from everybody else and gets me the girl. And you know when I when I look around, the more I look around, the more I realize that in every field that I'm in or that I've entered, it's my ability to pay attention to the details and focus in on them that really has given me the advantage and I really wanted to pass it to you now and, and kind of see I, I know how you think and how you work out I want to hear what you think about the details and how important you think they are not only just for success but you know to really be the cream of the crop in anything that you do yeah uh, it reminds me of my old teacher Manu Tupo you know my original mentor or well, not original my second one but uh, who really gave me so much of my life and he would always say that uh, your craft is made perfect in the details. And so, or to paraphrase, I think I may have said it wrong, your your art is perfected in the details or something like that. And this is one of these sayings that's been around for such a long time. How I feel about it is simple. You know, um, 
if you take a look at nature, which is where my teachings all really stem from and now on another totally new level when it comes to that uh, nature and energy things that are going on around me, uh, you would look to see that in nature, what you find is you find these little, little details, whether it's uh, the, the, for example, there's two kinds of snakes. One of them is red and black. One of them is red and yellow. <clears throat> and the one that's uh, red and yellow will kill us all. I think it's called red, red and black. It's okay, Jack. So the, the snake, that detail is just in the where the line is placed, whether it's before the yellow or after the yellow. And um, everywhere you look, if you want to survive in nature, you have to be able to pay attention to the details. The details. Like, animals know this. In fact, if you're watching, let's say, dogs, right? I have four pit bulls. And I'm quite a good trainer when it comes to that. Um, it was like two, three nights ago. I, I, I said to my girlfriend, look, look, look. I said, did everybody see that? I go, these two dogs just had a, a total communication with each other that we missed from the way their ears went to the way their body posture was to where they went to where their tail went. I said, they just, I just saw a conversation take place between two of my dogs. And I said, I bet you this is happening all the time. Again, we have to pay attention to the details. So it's in our survival that we have to see the details. We have to know what we're looking at. This is for our own survival. On the other side of the picture, what makes your product better? What's the little details? I just came from, have you heard these things, Brian, they're called float stations, where you go, like sensory deprivation? Uh, no, I think I've heard something about them, but I don't know the details. Okay, well, I just did my first session right now. Like, I literally just came from there right now. And uh, it's a very nice place, and it's a new business, and I was talking to the business owner, it's a lady and her husband, I was talking to her, and we're talking about business. And uh, there is a lot of little details they put in. Like, they had Q-tips in their in the station. They had ointment if you have a cut on yourself. They had um, sandals. Maybe they all have this. I don't know. I've never been to a second one. It's my only one. But I was impressed. I was impressed with the towels being uh, folded a certain way to the Q-tips, to the sandals, to um, – it, it looked like every little thing was taken care of. You know, every little thing was taken care of. And I noticed that if you just take one of those things, one of those factors out, I wouldn't have had the same experience that I had. You know, it was it was pretty fucking cool, man. Like, uh, you know, as an experience, it was pretty fucking cool to see, like, what they, what, like I told her, you know, I think she expected me to have a different reaction to it, but my reaction was very positive. I just said, look, it was a total experience. It's like people go to Universal Studios or they go to Disneyland to have a certain experience that you can only have in those places. I just did something that I could never have that experience anywhere else ever. Like you would have to be in a sensory deprivation chamber to get this experience. But from that perspective, it was one of the coolest things I've ever done in my fucking life. And there was a lot of little details into the place. And it's funny that you actually brought that up because I was noticing that while I was already over there. So that's really fucking cool. I think details are, are vital in everything you do, whether it's art or music, um, seduction, business. The more you... you um, the more you perfect the details, the more perfect your art will be. And that's from my teacher monitor. Well said, man. Um, you know, I, I had a, a question come in that, that I think would be great for us to cover right now. And I get it constantly. I'm sure you get it every freaking day, multiple times a day. And 
you know, I, I constantly get it when I do an Instagram live, a YouTube video. They say, hey, like, what do you do, like, when you're not motivated or what do you do to get motivated? And, uh, you know, and this occurs a lot in sales, man. Like, when I'm talking to people about or other salespeople about, you know, making the calls, you know, do, taking the action, doing the work, the most common question and response I always get is, well, dude, you know, I want to do it, but I'm not motivated. I don't feel like it. And, uh, you know, I really, the more I look into this, uh, I'm sure everybody listening, and if you don't already, motivation is a temporary emotion. You know, I tell that to everybody. If you haven't figured that out, uh, I'm sure if you really pay attention to your, your emotions and how you feel, you're going to see. Some days you feel super fucking motivated and you wake up early before your alarm clock and you're like, man, I'm ready to get it. And then other days you don't feel like doing it. And the, the best piece of advice I can tell people is I say, look, uh, first things first, your ability to take the actions that you're supposed to, because in any industry you get in pretty much, unless you're pioneering something new, like for example, I'm in a sales industry of real estate, it's direct sales, and there's already a, a model for success there, right? You've already been told and taught, hey, if you follow this sequence of actions, if you make these calls, if you do this, you will have success, because this person has done it, this person has done it, and this person has done it, and they're making millions, so it works, right? And <clears throat> I tell people, the one common thing I've found out from studying these people and having conversations with them and spending time around them, they've all told me this. They say, look, you know, motivation is going to come and go, but your ability to take the actions that you know deep down inside that you have to take, your ability to take those actions when you don't feel like it, the days that you don't feel like it and everything's working against you, that is going to determine your success. And when I heard that the first time, I, it was like a light bulb went off and I was like, fuck, that's the secret, dude. Because I can remember so many times in my past where I didn't feel like doing something and I didn't do it. And then, not only did I feel like shit after, but then it, it was always haunting me. And at the same time, I knew, dang, this guy gave me this sheet of paper with this action to do and I didn't do it. So, And then it, it, it just spirals down into this big snowball that goes down the hill of you knowing you don't deserve it and blah, 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 blah. You know, I, I don't want to get too deep into that. But I, I tell people, look, you know, it's a temporary emotion. You're going to have to take the action. But other than that, another reason I feel uh, people people struggle with this, this whole motivation factor or whatever it is, is, you know, you don't have enough things around you or people around you that inspire you. Like, I could have a conversation with you, Arash, or just look at your Facebook for two seconds, and it inspires me to get out there and do more. I'm like, fuck, man, he's doing a new project, a new event, shit. So I've set myself up in an environment and in a, in, a, in a state where there's constant inspiration. I mean, I'm sitting in my office right now. I have the pictures of all the cars that I want, any, any house that I've ever wanted. I mean, a couple of the cars that I've bought are already up here. I mean, I, I look outside of my window right now. I have a beautiful view of the valley because I wanted a house on top of the hill. So everywhere I look, I listen to sounds. Everything is a constant inspiration. So when people ask me, how do you stay motivated, my return question is, dude, how, how, are, how are you struggling with that? Because if you set yourself up like that, it's really, really impossible. Like if you're on Facebook, delete all the fucking people who are negative and add me, add Arash, add the people who are doing shit and making things happen and making moves. If you, I guarantee you if you all had Bill Gates, um, you know, the guy who created Facebook and four or five other people who are doing big things in the world, and every day you log on and you see so-and-so just made a trade and made $3 million. Uh, Bill Gates just uh, released his 
quarterly sales for you know Microsoft Windows and he made another six billion. You're gonna be like, fuck man, and I'm worrying about a thousand dollars. I need to step the fuck up. So I mean, I, I want to hear what you have to say, Raj, because I I think you're one of the few people on this planet who, regardless of any outside circumstance or how you feel, you continuously push forward and you're always creating. And I, I would love to hear what you have to say about this. Yeah, well, I appreciate that compliment. And, uh, you know, I have a really different perspective right now on this subject, which is fascinating. You know, two or three days. What we, last week we did this. God, it's crazy how much change you go through. Um, I, I have a totally different perspective now, you know, and I think my perspective is, is pretty fucking awesome. And what, what I want to tell everybody is this. Listen, if you feel good, you're motivated. If you don't feel good, you're not motivated. I mean, that's the bottom line, right? If you feel good, you're motivated. If you don't feel good, you're not motivated, right? So what I'm, what I'm focusing on right now in my life is a little bit different. I'm focusing on creating and being able to uh, tap into the system, you could say. It's system, not system as in government, system as in the, my body, my mind, my energy, my emotions. Uh, tap into it, and throughout the day, I have a job, and my job is to feel good. I mean, that sounds funny, but it's true. I've, been, I, I've had a job for two days, right? I, I had this idea that to feel good. And it sounds maybe easy, but it's not. And it, it, there's a, you have to like actually work at it. And so when I feel good, I'm motivated. To do what? Whatever the fuck it is to do. I just had a jiu-jitsu training with my um, jiu-jitsu coach, Batana. It was just ridiculous. And uh, last week I was there training with him. I, I train with him privately now. And... Um, I had a good time today, man. You know, and I and I don't normally have a fucking good time. And when 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 the time came to start training, well, before then, like this morning, I thought about it. There was this little voice in the back of my head that was like, ah, oh, you know, because I had broken my finger last week. So there was there was a really really valid legit reason for me not to train, which was my finger's broken. At the same time, since I've been feeling so good. I kept looking. I was going, you know what, dude? I kind of want to train. I, I, I just, I feel good. I want to go in there and, and push myself. I want to I want to see what I can do with my finger like this. So then I went in there and I trained, and I did like a thousand times better than I did last week with, with a fucked up finger. I didn't even know my finger was broken once I was training was done. Then afterwards, I headed over to uh, this, this floating place, you know, and um, again, there was a lot of reasons why I didn't want to go. I don't want to spend, uh, it was like 100 and, what, $120, $110 or something, right? And I have other shit I got to do, and uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck, man, I feel good. And, uh, you know, I feel good. And to, to keep feeling good, here's a secret. Here's a secret, everybody. Listen, guys, come to my Metamorphosis event. I will fucking rip your world apart, I'm telling you. But here's the secret. Go challenge yourself and seek these experiences and you're going to start to feel good. A lot of the reasons why you don't feel good is because you're doing the same shit all the time with the same level of energy. So, for example, what do I mean by that? You could actually feel good doing push-ups. If you know what you can do... Uh, shit, hold on. I have to... Uh, one second. If you know what you can do 20 push-ups, then you try to do 30. Try and see what happens. Right, I have to have all this thing for business. Okay. Um, if you did, went and you pushed yourself to do 30 push-ups and then you did another round and tried to do 30, you would be tired, but you would actually feel good. 
you would have a different sense of energy in your body. You see what I'm saying? And you need to do little things like that. Turn the water cold a little bit and see what happens. Okay? Uh, don't eat for two, three hours that you normally would. Or just have fruit one day or have juice one day and do more push-ups one day and go and it's cold outside and, and walk in a T-shirt and shorts. Um, tell them what they said. Uh, so if you did that, you would find that you are more motivated, okay? You are more motivated to do everything else in life. Why? Because you have energy. And when you have energy, you have motivation. The only other thing I would add to that is you have to create the motivation. If you don't create it, it's not going to come. Like if you're looking for outside motivation, it may be there because you saw a movie or you saw a fucking uh, billboard or a poster or heard a song. But you have to start to, everything has to start again internally. Okay? Internally. That's what you have to do. That's what I think. Awesome. Now, I just got another question, Arash, and I'm going to throw it to you because uh, I think this is right up your alley, and I know your answer will be phenomenal. Um, I was asked, how do you balance a social life with your business, and how important is it to have a social life when you're hustling or you're at the beginning stages of being an entrepreneur? It's a thousand percent vital, but if you're going to be good at business, if you're going to be good at business, you have to be social, you know, unless you're going to deal with robots, and I don't. Right, every business takes people to sell to, so I believe that uh, it's a hundred percent vital. But you should make your business, you should make your business social. Like you know, um, when I finished the the floating thing, I told her, "I'm so and so. Do you know this uh, fitness center across blah blah blah? Do you know the um, the beauty bar salon? Do you know the those are mine?" And so I'm I'm really advertising my business to this other business owner. First of all, she's a business owner too. And I also know that I presented myself extremely well when I was over there. I was laughing. I was smiling. She was like, wow, you really, uh, you have such a spirit or something, you know? And I was like, this is a promotion for my business. So you have to be social. And my social life revolves around my businesses. And I think that's, that's what people miss is if you have a social life outside of your businesses, I think you're fucking up really fucking bad. Why would you do that? Why would you not just sell your product to your friends and people that 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 have are similar minded, you know, or unless you're like selling drugs and you don't do drugs, right? But otherwise, I believe in my own products. I am my own first customer. I love my own shit. I think it's better than anything out there. So I want people that believe in my products and have similar purposes and goals, and if they do, then we can hang out. And I would love to get to know them more and create more. We have this podcast because BC had, uh, had been a student of mine, and then I saw how fucking cool he was. I thought how fucking kick-ass kick ass he was at everything he did. And I was like, let's do an event together. And we did an event together. Then I asked him if he would like to do coaching for the people who want to learn sales in my company. He said, yes. Here we are. And we're friends. We're good friends, and we're business associates. We, we, we've been out uh, drinking together, eating together, getting women together, and making money together, and now letting people together, and our podcast is going to be number one. Well, I'm social, and he's social, but we're still doing business. So I think you need to combine those two things. Beautifully said. 
You know, I, I really think that, that that is key, combining both. Because people, you know, I hear it all the time. It's like, well, how do I balance this and that? And everybody's, it's always this or that. And I just tell people, remove the word or and combine them, and you have a completely different outcome. And I just think people complicate it too much in their mind. They're like, oh, my God, well, this and that. And another thing that's tied onto that I'd like to add before we move on is um, a lot of times when people are, uh, you know, starting up a business, they don't realize that the circle that they're currently a part of, uh, 99.9% of times they have to break away from it, you know. A, a lot of people feel like when they're doing a business that like, oh, well, I'm losing all my friends. No, you're, you're not losing your friends because when I started a business, I practically had to cut everybody out because nobody was on the same frequency and wavelength as me. And by doing that and raising myself, going after what I wanted, right, and in the process of building my business, that's how I met Arash and some of these other people. And and, and you will do the same. You will attract the right people, right? It's not, it's not this thing where, like, okay, we'll I have to turn business off and then go socialize and go to the bar. It's not a separate thing. That's why I love what Arash said about doing it together because you can. I mean, shit, my business, when I started, was all cold calling and door knocking. And some of the people I met from making those calls and knocking on those doors are still friends of mine right now and are actually really good friends of mine. And we do business together. And just like Arash said, we go out together, we have a good time, and, and, and that's being social. Right, and I, and I think people try to separate it in their mind, and that's really where the flaw is. Um, here's another question I got, and you know I'll answer it first. It's how do you make yourself get up earlier on a regular basis? Any tips or insight? And uh, you know I, I can answer that very simply. Uh, you know a, a lot of the things that I learned from top real estate agents, you know, in my field particularly, um, you know, they all got up early, you know, they did their reading, they did their meditation, they went to the gym, and that's kind of what I adopted. I ran with it, and I did well. Now, there are some requirements to it. If you plan on waking up at 5 or 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> I recommend you get to sleep no later than 11 or midnight because, I mean, I can run on five or six hours of sleep, but I know the average person can't. Uh, I would not drink alcohol after, if you are going to drink alcohol, I wouldn't drink it anywhere near the time that you're going to sleep. If you're drinking past 6 or 7 p.m., you're probably going to have struggles getting up. Drink a lot of water. Uh, make sure that late at night before you go to sleep, at least one hour before you're reading, you turn off electronics and you let your mind calm down. A lot of people struggle right before they go to sleep because they're on their phone or they're on the computer, and that's what keeps their mind going. You know, I'm, I actually read the study about it. And it really opened my eyes. That's why now before I go to sleep for 30 minutes or an hour, I read. And I just get myself away from electronics. And that's really helped me get to sleep not only better but faster. Do um, you have anything to add to that, Arash? I, I, my alarm keeps going earlier and earlier. And my sleep time keeps going later and later. Whoa, what the fuck? It just happened again. You know, my alarm is for 8.30 every morning, and it used to be at 10, then it was 9.30, then it was 9, now it's 8.30, and now, fuck, I got to tell you, I didn't put it for 8.15, but I've been up at 8 the last two days because I have things I have to do in the morning, you know, so how do you get up earlier? My God, one day you're going to be asleep forever, <laughs> okay, so... What you got to do is get excited about your life. It goes back to the basic. I truly believe I have found a major, major solution here, right? And I'm using the word solution on purpose. We're business people right now, okay? If you have a solution to a problem, people will buy it. I found the solution. 
I have many solutions to many problems of mankind, but I've found a really key one. Okay? Guys, if you're listening, girls, if you're listening, are you excited about your life or not? Okay? Simple. That's it. Then the question is, no, I'm not all kind of... How can I get excited? Come to me. Come to me. Okay? It's your life. There's not enough money that you could spend to get yourself back excited and passionate about life. If you want to sell something, get excited. Okay? It's that simple. Right now, I have to sell anything to anybody. I just know it. At least to anybody smart. You know what I mean? Anybody smart. So it's like saying I can seduce any woman. Yeah, a beautiful woman. I can. Okay? But she has to be super beautiful. If she's not super beautiful, she, she won't know how to take me. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing. I can sell anything to anybody who actually wants to make a change in their life. But you have to feel good about your day and the excitement. It's not easy to get up. I don't have an easy time getting up. I fucking hate getting up. I hate getting up. One of my least favorite things in my life is to get up in the morning. But once I get up, I got things I got to do. And those things are important to me. And I feel good when I do them. See, I don't need to get up at 8 or 8.15 or whatever. But the reason that I am is my meditation is longer now. My stretching is longer. And my push-ups. And, like, I have this whole fucking routine that I added suddenly that takes between 45 minutes to an hour now. And I'm like, shit. Okay? But I do that because I can be here right now at 5.42 p.m. My body's starving, but I feel good. So it's worth it. It's worth it. So get excited about your life. And I know it's kind of cliche. Get excited. You know, get passionate. No, I have a way of doing it. Show up here. I'll show you. That's it. Awesome, man. I agree, man. Excitement. That's the word. Uh, that's really what gets me out of bed. Uh, I share that with you, man. I don't like getting up either. And sometimes it's harder than other times. But what I want out of out of life, what I'm doing right now, and just the level of drive I have to do what I want, and it boils down to that word, man. It's excitement. It really is. I'm so fucking excited for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. I don't have the option of continuing to sleep, man. Uh, just like you, I have a routine and everything else. So I have no other option. And to me, it's I do it with pleasure because I know uh, once, once I start doing my routines and I get into my day, I enjoy and I really uh, squeeze every drop of juice out of every moment, every video I make, every client I meet with. Like, uh, I, I inject excitement and enthusiasm into everything, and I love what you said. You know, you want to sell something, get excited. It's true. I get so many fucking clients just because they're so drawn to me because of my enthusiasm and excitement, dude. Like, I've had people say, like, what the fuck, man? Like, you're more excited about selling our house or us buying a house than we are. I'm like, I love this shit. Like, this, I, I was made for this. And and that attracts people, right? So, you know, if you can if you can really do that, I mean, and it, this is a feeling I've created, guys. I'm, I'm sure it, it's been a process with the Rosh, too. I wasn't born fucking excited and super disciplined and all this. I worked at it. You know, I used to be very um, more of an observant person. A lot of people would think that when I wasn't uh, smiling and I was just walking around through my day, I, I didn't walk around smiling all the time. I walked around with like a neutral face. My eyebrows were kind of crunched together and people always thought I was angry and I wasn't. So it was a process to get out of that. I wouldn't wake up excited, you know, and, and, and it, it's been, I tell people it's like a, it's like a blacksmith that, that forges, you know, a, a piece of metal, like a sword or something. First it's like this piece of metal and all of a sudden it's like this, this weapon. And that's kind of what I've done with myself and, you know, it, it's been a constant a constant battle, I guess you can say, to continuously do it over and over. And then people see it now, 
And, you know, like he said, it's a cliche statement. Oh, yeah, be excited. But it's like, dude, we've been working at it, and you're going to have to work at it too because nothing that we've achieved or that we're achieving now or that we did in the past was an overnight success. It was an accumulation of hard work, persistence, discipline, and every other word you can look up in the dictionary that's a synonym to those, right? So um, that's pretty much all we have, Arash. Um, I don't know if you wanted to plug your, your event again and give some details in case anybody listening wanted to uh, contact you or sign up and attend directly. Yeah, it's called Metamorphosis. It's going to be in San Jose for two days, the 18th and the 19th of March, and uh, 2017, the podcast will go up. And um, if you want to do it online, you get to listen to the lectures online. You won't have the, the physical experience of being here. I will completely, completely transform your life without a fucking doubt. This shit is going to blow you away what I have in store for you. Uh, that's the first thing. Second thing is it's called Diamond Mind. It's $97 a month, and you go to com and you sign up for that on a monthly, and it will rip your fucking reality to pieces. Some of the most, um, what would you say, highest level people in their fields are on it right now. I am, I am cautious naming names because I won't until they say it. But just trust me that you have heard their music, you have watched them fight, and that those two things I can guarantee you, and some of them you read their books. So these guys, it's just a matter of time before, before they say they're on Diamond Mind. And when that day comes, it's over, everybody. You'll be like, where's the Raj? I'll be like, I told you, motherfucker, get on my program. Now you can't do it anymore because now I'm a billionaire and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Sorry, that's how I feel. Okay, that's it for me. Awesome, man. Yeah, everybody, I'm, uh, for anybody listening even later, I'm on Diamond Mind, and I can say it's definitely some next-level stuff, and that's all I'll share about it. But yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We will see you next week. Arash, thanks for coming, brother. Another great podcast. Thank you, everybody. Next Wednesday. Later.